0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
1: I'm Steve Ducey. I'm
0: Dana Perino.
1: I'm Tyrus. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. I'm Grinnell Scott. It's primary night in New Hampshire. Republicans and Democrats, by the end of tonight, will have made their choices that could ramp up or even shut down primary presidential races as we know it.
0: So this is... The two-candidate race that Nikki Haley uh, has been eyeing for a very long time. And so uh, she certainly is is trying to make the case that she is more electable than uh, former President Trump, that it is time for a new generation of leaders that the country does not want another Trump.
1: This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network.
0: I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.
1: New Hampshire relishes its first-in-the-nation primary designation. After Iowa's caucuses, it seeks to sometimes set... And sometimes reset the course of presidential campaigns every four years. In 2024, it hasn't taken long to narrow the field in both political parties, leaving the chance for us to have a pretty good idea of who the presumptive nominees may be long before the multi state battleground known as Super Tuesday. So what are we looking for tonight? Will New Hampshire essentially set up a 2020 rematch? Will, at least on the Republican side, a new candidate emerge to carry the flag? New Hampshire voters, Democrats, Republicans, and, yes, independents will have a lot to say about not just what happens now, but what happens next. And we're listening to all of it.
0: Well, let's start on the Republican side. Obviously, uh, over the last several days, the dynamics here have changed considerably with the uh, you know, suspensions of uh, both Vivek Ramaswamy and, and more importantly, uh, Ron DeSantis.
1: Jared Halpern is the White House correspondent for Fox News Radio, who leads our New Hampshire coverage
0: tonight. So this is the two candidate race that Nikki Haley uh, has been eyeing for a very long time. And so she certainly is is trying to make the case that she is more electable than former President Trump, that it is time for a new generation of leaders, that the country does not want another Trump Biden rematch. And so that's really the pitch that she's been making. And listen, it, it Plays well in a place like New Hampshire. It is a state where uh, about 40%, 40% plus of uh, registered voters here are unaffiliated. They're, they're not Republicans or Democrats. They're independents. They have the ability to vote in, in whichever primary they want. A lot are expected to vote in this Republican primary, and so the question is whether or not that kind of of terrain uh, will be enough for for Nikki Haley to to pull off what would be a pretty surprising upset here. I mean, at least as you look at some of the polling, it it has showed that she has not closed the gap with uh, former President Trump. But listen, uh, New Hampshire is a place that has had surprises uh, in the past. Uh, You know, I I spoke um, earlier this afternoon with uh, the governor here, Chris Sununu, who told me that uh, The morning that he woke up, he was down 11 points the day that he won uh, the governorship. So he says uh, not to take a lot of stock in those polls, that that New Hampshire uh, is a fiercely independent state. They hold this primary in such high esteem here. It is such an important part of the New Hampshire way of life. They take it seriously seriously they are expecting huge turnout for uh, the primary tonight, which would be a departure from what we saw last week in Iowa, which had really almost historically low turnout. It it was not a well-attended caucus. This is probably not going to be that. So again, those are all kind of ingredients that are there for a Nikki Haley kind of insurgency, but we'll see if she's able to close the gap. You know, it's notable to Grinnell that this Democratic primary uh, is not official, that the DNC stripped New Hampshire of its delegates because uh, they moved ahead of South Carolina. Uh, You still have uh, about 20 something Democrats on the ballot. President Biden is not one of them but there is a very aggressive write-in campaign for him to kind of show that there is still enthusiasm around his presidency and his re-election and so that's a storyline we're going to be looking at closely tonight as well is you know can can a write-in win the New Hampshire primary
1: and and, and that's something I, I wanted to to get into with you and we'll get back to the to the Republicans in just a second and we've heard stories over the last 24 hours about uh, the Democratic a, a race if you can put it in that context dean phillips really going around the state and, and making his presence mm-hmm. known and uh really cutting into the uh uh the the president as far as the race there in new hampshire we've heard the stories about an ai generated biden phone message that has yeah. gone out that's a big story
0: here, here by the way that's uh, yeah something let's that talk could, a little I mean, bit about there, that. there's i mean listen that, that story kind of broke as I was arriving here in New Hampshire, and it has really been a big, not just political story, but but I mean, my goodness, you think about AI and that technology and how it can be used for nefarious means. There is a criminal investigation that has been opened here in New Hampshire surrounding that. And it speaks to kind of a new dynamic in, I guess, a brave new world here of of technology and AI and how it could play uh, in politics. And uh, again, I think that it has been well communicated that this was false, that this was a hoax. I don't think there is an expectation that it's going to drive down turnout at all. But it is certainly sparking, as I said, not just that that criminal investigation, Gernal, but a lot of discussion around uh, this technology that, uh, you know, lawmakers are just now trying to get their their own heads around.
1: Is Dean Phillips making some headway there?
0: You know, I talked to Dean Phillips today, and he thinks that he is. He said that, you know, he came into New Hampshire with no name recognition and was polling at zero. And he has met voters across the political spectrum. He actually, believe it or not, went to a Donald Trump rally uh, earlier this week to, to shake hands and, and meet with voters. His case that he's trying to make is actually pretty similar to what you hear from from Nikki Haley, right? I mean, he has policy disagreement with President Biden on Democratic issues, to be sure. But he also talks about this in terms of a generational changing of the guard, that it is time to move on from the Biden-Trump type of campaign. Uh, He does not believe that Joe Biden can win in November. He says that that would be uh, a huge loss for Democrats. And so that is how he is trying uh, to move forward. He also, uh, as much as he has kind of put so much of his resources, and he's doing a lot of self-funding by the way, here in um, New Hampshire. He told me he does not see this as as kind of a make-or-break contest. This is not, in his view right now, an end-of-the-road kind of contest for him. So, listen, it is a... um an uphill battle to, to go up against a uh, a sitting president in, in your own party's primary. It has never been successfully done, at least in sort of the modern way that we have this this primary process. And uh, it probably, uh, you know, puts him in uh, on the outside looking in moving forward in the Democratic Party if this is not successful. But, you know, like I said, I talked to him uh, this afternoon. He was very uh, confident and, and believes that even if he doesn't have tremendous success, that he does think that that this idea of trying to build the case for alternatives to uh, both President Biden and President Trump is one that is uh, gaining a lot of steam and a lot of momentum in places like New Hampshire.
1: We're talking with Fox News Radio's Jared Halperin about the New Hampshire primary. More of our conversation in just a moment.
0: Hey, it's Will Cain, The Rock. Tomorrow on The Will Cain Show, my interview with Dwayne Johnson about his aspirations for the presidency, the merger of WWE and UFC, and whether or not he will fight Roman Reigns. Plus, what is The Rock's biggest failure? That's all coming up tomorrow, live at 12 Eastern at FoxNews.com, Fox News YouTube, and available on demand at TheWillCaneShow.com.
1: You use the term uh, when talking about Dean Phillips, make or break. And Mm -hmm. let's switch back over to the Republican side, because that phrase is most often connected with Nikki Haley right now. She is in a battle to win uh, New Hampshire. She has the backing of uh, Governor Chris Sununu. There are some who may believe that if... She finishes well back of former President Donald Trump that this is it. But then there's Uh, South Carolina coming next. If you can gauge where she sees herself, does she see this as a be all end all no matter what happens or will the numbers tell the story?
0: The answer is no, she does not view this as, as make or break. And, and uh, you know, they've been really defensive on that, by the way, both Nikki Haley. And, and like I said, I, I spoke with Governor Sununu uh, earlier today, and, and he's a big surrogate, a big supporter of Nikki Haley. And I kind of said, listen, this is kind of make or break. Right. And he snapped and was like, no, New Hampshire's never been, you know, winner and go home. It's never it's always about, you know, the first couple of contests and just getting momentum and getting your message out and showing improvement. And as long As that happens here in New Hampshire, there's no reason to believe that, uh, you know, she's done before South Carolina and Super Tuesday. So listen, the the Haley campaign and certainly those uh, who are supportive of her campaign are already kind of making the case that even if this doesn't turn out as strong a night as she would like, um, it is not the end of the road. Now, let me preface that. Gernal, that, you know, (laughs) nobody drops out and tells you, right? I mean, look at at the departure of of Ron DeSantis. I mean, he had campaign events here in New Hampshire that he canceled that day, right? So... You know, I think whether or not the candidate believes there's a path forward is part of the equation. Uh, another part of the equation is going to be the resources that it takes to not compete in her homestead of South Carolina. She probably has that. But Super Tuesday uh, is a very crowded state. It is. very crowded, I should say, group of states. It is across the country. It is huge states, Texas, California. These are not like you can't just like shake hands and go to diners, right? This takes massive amounts of ad buys and money. And if that starts to dry up, if the, the money and the resources start to get skittish, that's ultimately what makes the decision for a lot of candidates as well.
1: The one thing we haven't talked about in our our little discussion here and we haven't discussed much is the 800-pound gorilla, and that's the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. He hasn't really crisscrossed New Hampshire like Nikki Haley has, but in the last hours, he has had Vivek Ramaswamy, Doug Burgum. Mm -hmm. He's also had Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, whom Nikki Haley— promoted to that job, uh, supporting him in New Hampshire. What are you hearing from the MAGA crowd there? Because they seem pretty confident that this is done and on to the next state.
0: Well, I don't even think they believe it's done and onto the next state. I believe really? most of these Trump supporters believe it's done. And let's move on with the general election. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right. That, you know, that that uh, the support that he had in iowa breaking the 50 percent threshold that is replicated again tonight in, in new hampshire their case is it's time to unite it's time to bring the party together to unify behind the former president and and have what would be granal one of the longest if not the longest general elections this country has has had uh, in, in quite some time um that's the the message and that's kind of the 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 appeal that um Former President Trump is making right. He says that, you know, they have to run up the score here. They need to win big to get that message out to kind of bring an end to this campaign. So, uh, listen, they are very um, enthusiastic. They are very uh Confident in that. Um, you mentioned that that you know Trump hasn't had to sort of crisscross the state as much as some. Of, I mean, he didn't have to do that in Iowa either. He didn't visit all 99 counties like some of the other candidates in Iowa did. But he has the benefit here uh, of getting to run almost like a de facto incumbent, right? I mean, so he's got the name recognition. He's got the institutional uh, knowledge. He's got all of these, these assets going for him. If he were to be successful, by the way, in New Hampshire tonight, Grinnell, he would be the first person to win the uh, New Hampshire primary three times.
1: I put this question to someone else, and we can, we can wrap up with this. And, and let's look at maybe one quick hypothetical. Say Nikki Haley does pull off New Hampshire goes to South Carolina and wins Mm -hmm. there is it game on the rest of the way
0: I think it changes the way that this race is viewed absolutely you know she has been talking about how this needs to be a one-on-one race that she can make the case to Republicans and to the American public uh, that uh, in her view former President Trump is not electable if she were to win New Hampshire That changes, uh, I think, a lot of of the way that this race is viewed. It certainly changes the trajectory. It probably changes some of the financial support that, that comes in as well. So, yeah, that would really upset the the apple cart so to speak in a big way and and send a strong message that you know this republican nomination may be a little bit more competitive than um it has been up to this point Uh, and that's kind of something that you've heard from her that you've heard again from like krista nunu who said we don't do coronations in this country you gotta win these votes and they are confident that that nikki haley is going to win a sizable number of them tonight
1: the numbers won't lie to us. We'll see them start to come in in just a little while. Jared Halpern, Fox News Radio White House correspondent, leading Fox News Radio's coverage in New Hampshire this evening. Jared, thanks. you got a lot of work to do tonight, I'll let you get going to it. Thanks for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks, Colonel.